1: to week two of our fantastical football podcast playoffs i am your host mike check today we have jeremy i want i want to say that special guest but nah man he's our host jeremy oh host uh what yeah, you're, a host. You're, you're you're one of us you're in our league and uh, that's true that's true <laughs> and we also have little d
2: what's up everyone
1: What's up? How was everyone's week's weekends? Not
2: bad.
3: I mean, you know, Sunday could have been a lot better. But, you know, try not to look at that that star on your hat right now because it's still a little upsetting. But, you
1: know. (laughs) I like that we are at least wrapping our teams. uh, Because you have your 49ers gear on. Always. I have my... Dallas Cowboys gear on. And I, I try to make it a thing to have it <laughs> just to cover my nappy ass hair. I didn't <laughs> want to <do> my hair <laughs> it really is just for that. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be on discord or anything. Nappy hair, but I mean, I am very pleased that the Dallas Cowboys won this weekend. I just have this theory that anytime Dallas Cowboys win, My fantastical football team loses, you know, and uh, and that might be a little bit of foreshadowing uh, as we get into later on in this podcast. So we'll see how that ends up.
3: I'm with you on that because I've I've had that superstition before where if if my fantasy team does well, 49ers Mm -hmm. don't. So I might just accidentally, you know, tank next year on purpose, you know. (laughs)
1: Accidentally on purpose, thank you for the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, we make these sacrifices for us.
2: I just believe in the um butterfly effect of fantasy football. If you know, I move the wrong way, it could cost my team a win, and sure, yeah. certainly almost felt like it this weekend. But uh, oh, yeah, here for we sure. are.
1: all right, you know what, that is it. It's just the three of us, we're, we're gonna do our thing, and, and to be quite honest, it is the three that kind of matter because there were only four teams that played in any reasonable games everyone else is kind of (laughs) like all those consolation matches you know doesn't really matter we did have Brian on for a brief moment uh, but Brian is a new father so I I could definitely understand that he left us prematurely Um, so absolutely um, or he was forced to leave us (laughs) But yeah, we're we're gonna talk shit about you now. <laughs> exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> he's uh,
2: he's uh, he's obviously drowning in in it probably at this very moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right, but uh, we have two news articles today. I did a, a little bit of research finally, uh, and I believe Daniel, you also had something that you wanted to bring up in the news.
2: Yeah. It was a piece of news that when I started to read, I was like, okay, well, what happened here? And then as you got into it, you're like, oh, my God. But it has to do with Dwayne Haskins, the current quarterback for the Washington football team. Uh, The headline read about him uh, violating COVID-19 protocols. And I was like, okay, well... Has it, you know, it's happened to many people. Probably yeah. <laughs> didn't wear a mask or something. Maybe there's a close contact. And as you read the news article, you're like, oh, there was definitely close contact, but not the kind ah. of we, uh, expected. Uh, so apparently, uh, Dwayne Haskins visited a strip club sometime recently, and he was not wearing a mask. And I don't know exactly what he was doing in the strip club could one can imagine yeah. he had several types of close contacts with uh <laughs> of the female wasn't variety it,
1: wasn't it sunday night after the game
2: it might have been sunday that, night maybe i think that is what
1: i that. read into that was that it was sunday night after the game um yeah and he got all kinds of flack for that
2: yeah um, no apparently he, like he had so. to shut down all his social media is what i read because <laughs> wow probably getting a lot of flack on
1: it or well that's how he got caught up right he posted that shit online i don't know if it was tiktok or if it was the gram or uh if that's i'm trying to make the gram a thing by the way (laughs) right candace and john are like no it's called insta i'm like i'm pretty sure the kids are calling it the gram
3: i'm with Uh, you the gram
1: yeah exactly right right yeah all right, I'm going to tell Candice and John that Jeremy has my back. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those. And he posted it up, and he, he's getting so much flack for this. My thing is that I, I kind of agree with what some of the other players in the league are doing. Uh, it, it's not so much that uh, it, it's a COVID thing and everything like that, but it was more like, Dude, you lost. Why are you celebrating right now? <laughs> Only winners get lap dances, bruh. Yeah. You know? I like that. I like that. Yep.
2: He's celebrating <laughs> the fact he actually got to play again. I guess. Yeah,
1: he got to start, so that makes sense. He he did.
2: So there you go. When you go to the strip club, don't post it on the social media. And if you do, you better be wearing a mask.
1: Anything though. like I'm definitely not going to post up on the in- Instagram that I went to a strip club because the lady who doesn't call herself my girlfriend would probably get very angry with me. <laughs> That's my, True. Uh, you know, um, but then again, for that also, also for that reason, I wouldn't review on Yelp, a <laughs> strip club that I, I'm still flabbergasted by that man.
2: Hey, hey you know what? Every, everybody needs a good review so they can get on that Yelp top 10 list. And, uh, Be recognized.
1: And I guess, I mean, if you leave enough reviews, you get known in the community as that reliable source of information. I don't know if I want to be that source for a strip club.
2: Especially if it's a bad review. See, see now all this talk about reviews has me wondering, is there a Michelin guide equivalent to strip clubs somewhere that you can go and it's like two stars, three stars kind of thing?
1: I don't know, but if there is, I know John would volunteer.
2: John <laughs> probably, um, probably already know.
1: He, <laughs> he already, probably he already know. He
3: yeah. probably has the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you
1: go. Um, John couldn't be with us tonight because he's recording another podcast uh, with Geeky Media. So that's cool, but we're still going to talk shit about him because he's not here to record our podcast.
2: That's the rule. Jerk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is okay because his game didn't matter anyways. He was play, basically playing for bragging rights at this point uh, because he got eliminated last week. Really, only the, the champs and prospective champs are on the podcast, which is okay. I, I'm cool with that. I I really am. You
3: know, to be honest, though, for someone who drafted as off the wall as he did, he had a really good season this year. He yeah, had a really good year. You
1: know what? He, the success from last year as well followed him to this year, which is, Oh, I'm really happy for. Um, cause he had essentially the same strategy last year. Uh, I don't know if you guys can remember, but last year, his very first pick was Greg Zerline. Uh, <laughs> he was messing around. He wanted to be like taco from the league and he wanted to draft a kicker. And, uh, I guess he didn't know that his, kicker cannot be traded or benched oh no no no! i'm sorry it cannot be benched he cannot send his kicker out to waivers he's a keeper because he drafted him in the first round right he did (laughs) not know that um so that's (laughs) when he made that pick as commissioner i was just like my jaw hit the floor (laughs) but hey he managed to get third place last year uh and then this year he's going to finish potentially in the top Five. Oh. You know, it it, oh. it, it
3: it for me, you know, I I'll have spreadsheets up and, you know, word documents spread out and everything else and research done and you know, he comes in and just drafts kickers and probably yeah. draft a punter if he could, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and not
2: only did he come in and do that, he he also tinkered with his roster so much and somehow yeah. kept winning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He- <laughs> He really did. So, I mean, for that, I mean, I give him props. Absolutely.
2: You know, I mean, you do have to tinker with your roster throughout the season, obviously, but some of the decisions he made, I'm like, okay. But yeah. hey, it
1: does Exactly. Um, and in other news, so I actually read a report on Monday about Carson Wentz uh, and his desire to be traded if they keep on starting Jalen Hurts. And I just I feel like at this late in the season, if you are the general manager of the Eagles, uh, if you think, okay, well, hey, look, Carson Wentz, he's damaged goods. He really only had one great season with the Eagles organization. Mm -hmm. That was his rookie year. Um, His second year in, he got the Eagles to the playoffs, but got injured. And it was Nick Foles who actually won them that Super Bowl. Uh, Nick Foles, who kept on advancing him in the playoffs and won the damn thing. So it, it's kind of like, you know what I would do? <laughs> I would start Jalen Hurts these next two weeks just to see how he does. Ideally, though, they want to keep Jalen Hurts as backup quarterback uh, so that he develops. But as far as developing Carson any further, I think that the organization I feel like they're gonna trade him out. <laughs> you
3: know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See with Carson this year, um, turnovers have been an issue, like a big time issue. He's turned the ball over a ridiculous amount of time. Jameis Winston style amount of times. Yeah. And right now they're winning. He hasn't turned the ball over. I think that's the biggest factor right now in the Eagles decision is Jalen Hurts has not turned the ball over. Yeah. Carson Wentz always does. And right now with I want to say as bad as the NFC East is, all the teams are playing really well at the end of the season. And all of them are vying for that first place spot and a wild card spot for I think one of them. But you got to go with the hot hand. It's got to be Hurts for the rest of the year. Wentz is done. I think the thing that's going to stop the Eagles from doing anything about it is the salary that he's making. They paid him a ridiculous amount of money. So at the end of the year, an off season, they're probably going to have to take a bite in the ass because they're going to have to either trade him yeah. or release him. But somebody's going to have to pick up that contract if they trade for him. So that's true. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't, I don't know how you're going to it Hurts right now with the way he's playing after this last performance. It's, it's night and day between him and Wentz. And oh yeah, you know, it, I, I like your comparison, Jeremy, of you know, uh, Wentz and Winston. But hey, at least Jameis could throw the ball still a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. when Wentz was yeah. Not yeah. Been throwing anything.
3: I mean, Winston still threw a ridiculous amount of yards and touchdowns. You know, he was still throwing a lot. But yeah, but Wentz isn't doing anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree. And other other parts of suspect in Wentz' game play is his decision making. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uh, decision to extend the play when he could have gotten rid of the ball earlier uh, for the same amount of yards uh, is is one of those things. And also another part of their decision-making process is how exciting is you know Jalen Hurts playing versus Carson Wentz. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about how marketable your team can be. And there's just a buzz lately with how well uh, the Eagles are playing with Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. under center.
3: Yeah, because a lot of it does have to deal with being fluid with your teammates and then the uh, yeah. the confidence your teammates have in you. You know, yeah. if your teammates don't have confidence in you, you're you're going to struggle as a quarterback because now you're trying to protect your job rather than trying to win the game. And a lot of times you see guys that try to protect their job, they mess up. They stay in the pocket too long. They try to do too much extra, to, you know, and they want to fumble in the ball or turn the ball over because they're trying to make that throw into a tight window or – whatever the case may be, Nick Mullins has been doing it the last five, six weeks or whatever. I feel so bad does so much. He's been doing so much to protect his job that he messes up. And yeah. (sighs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I feel for you big time, man, because you know, I, I'm also a fan of a struggling team. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also a fan of a team riddled with injuries um, I'm indifferent really I just don't know how to feel I right. enjoy watching them win um, And, and kind of win The way they did against San Francisco Alright not not to Touch oh, it oh no
3: they they did
1: Yeah but you know they, they put up points they generated Turnovers that's everything that you want uh, Out of a fan For your football team to see su- Success on both sides of the ball And you know what if the 49ers weren't banged up, I definitely see that out of them to be a successful team long-term because they already, they're already there. They're banged up so bad, but their offense still generated 33 points in that loss to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That's pretty in, uh, impressive. Um, they're running back by committee, put up over 100 yards uh, <laughs> against the Cowboys. I get it. <laughs> but that's still impressive. It, it's... Um, when their starters get healthy next year, for sure, they're contenders. Whereas the Cowboys, for me, my team, when their starters are healthy next year, it's still kind of like 50-50. Right. I have no idea where they're going to be next year. <laughs> just, just, just remember,
2: guys, it could always be worse. You could have lost to the Jets. But
3: <laughs> that is a valid point. <laughs> so glad you brought that up. <laughs> or you could have lost
1: against the Cincinnati Bengals.
3: Because of the fact that the the Rams are in the division, you know, that made me so happy. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I don't see how both those teams, the Rams to the Jets and also the Steelers to the Bengals, I I have no idea what happened there. Um, But I guess if you're a team approaching the playoffs, you do need a little kick in the pants sometimes, like a wake up call. Uh to make sure that they're focusing their efforts. And the I feel State, the Steelers the Rams, have been
3: getting kicked in the ass for the last three weeks. They do not look yeah, like the same team.
1: They do not look like they're ready for the playoffs. No. Nope. Yes, I agree. But the Rams, I feel like this is their wake up call. They're lo- they lost to the Jets, guys. <laughs> but I feel like in the next couple of weeks we're gonna see how they respond to well, that. And not, the not, only they,
2: not only did they lose to the Jets, they also lost Cam Akers. When he was looking That's so good already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is a bit of a breaking news that just came out a couple of minutes ago that I, I think I just have to share because it has to do with one of my former, I should say, favorite fantasy football players. And that has to do with Josh Gordon. If anybody ever played Josh Gordon a couple of years ago when he broke out, he was like a league winner for you for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. and the legend of josh gordon is legendary online with how much people hope to see that josh gordon one day well he was set to come back i guess finally to play i think he was with the seahawks and there was a bit of news just recently a couple of minutes ago that he had a substance abuse setback and he's out again oh yeah
1: oh, man that seems to be the theme of his entire career man he needs to see some help about that, bro. has, and
2: yet he keeps going back to the same well.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it, it's gosh, man. <laughs> At some point, though, you just have to to see what what this habit <laughs> is costing you. And yeah, gosh, man, I I feel for the guy. I really do.
2: Yeah, um, I do too. He he has so much talent. I think, but right, he's one of the players that. And then the, gonna... the shame
3: is the window for NFL players is so small. Yes. That now you have to well, not only as an owner and GM and everything else, you have to look at the positives to it. Now you you obviously want to give a guy a chance. You know, it's especially if it's just marijuana or something, but it's against the rules. It's against league policy. But at the same time, now you're thinking, okay, this guy's what going into his 30s, maybe. Everyone knows that in your 30s, as a a He's receiver a as a, as a running back or all those other things, your, your talents go down, your skills go down. You just, yeah, start, yeah. Re- you start regressing. So I feel for a guy. He needs to seek, he needs to think about something besides football and that's himself. For sure. To get help. So.
1: Which is why I'm a fan of the Darren Waller story. Um, he battled substance abuse. Uh, except Waller was able to get over his, and you see the career that he's had. And uh, Waller's kind of a, like a poster boy for that. But I definitely agree. Uh, if you're a, a running back, especially uh, if you're a receiver or any other skill player, like your time, your shelf life in the NFL is like the first four years. And after that, mm-hmm. you really see your play start to degrade and your value in the league start to go down. So, I mean, I feel for the guy, but the hell,
3: dude. I mean, the Cowboys have one. Uh, Alden Smith. He was out of the league for four
1: years. A couple of a years substance abuse
3: issues, and he's back. and, as far as I know, he hasn't had any new problems. and he's actually looked pretty damn good playing defense for the Cowboys. I yeah. was rooting for the guy, you know because, as a young person going into the league and you know, we've, we've all heard that story of, of where they come from and everything else. Hey, sometimes yeah. shit happens, you know? So when you hear the feel good stories, it's a great thing. But for Josh Gordon, it's been since he came into the league, it's been a thing that's been going on for years. And every single year he gets reinstated. He gets suspended again because he got caught doing what he's not supposed to do. So
1: yeah, for sure. We have Candace guys. Candace joined us. In the middle of our spiel, welcome.
0: What's up, dude? Do you have a mustache now.
1: I know it's been a stressful year. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> right? Because mustache yeah. and stress relief; those are yeah. those things are related.
3: I just don't feel like shaving.
2: <laughs> Candace is like, I know the feeling, man. I, I <laughs> <heard> totally <the> feel feeling <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, uh, I can relate.
1: Yeah. Right on. Hey, we all now, say something. Do you have any news in the do NFL? I have any
0: news? I got a new dog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Another one. That applies. Yes, yes it applies. I
0: uh, yeah. I now have Hook.
1: Hook, who is also a Sharpay.
0: Yes, he is a Sharpay.
2: How are they getting along?
0: They're getting along really, really good. I'm trying to flip my camera.
1: Oh,
0: look at that. Look at Say hello.
1: Hi puppy Oh my gosh he just are they gonna be a uh,
2: brother and sister or husband and wife?
0: brother and sister they're both uh he's neutered and she's big he they put, oh. he's got staples and um right now he's got some staples
1: they're about the same age right
0: yeah he's uh a year and a half and she's two oh, mm. it's like
1: he's bigger man he's he's huge
0: he's just taller. He's just like a little taller than she is, that's all.
1: Right on. I like that. I like our news segments where we break into the things than the NFL. We were talking about strip clubs again, Candace. You should know that.
2: Oh, you missed a great conversation.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sure anytime. Did we talk about how they have buffets again? Is that
1: Yeah, we did briefly talk about the buffets. Uh no, we were talking about how uh not Alex Smith. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. The quarterback for the Washington football team got caught up in his trip to the strip club because he was posting about it on social media. I don't know if it was TikTok or or the Gram or whatever, but it was that. <laughs> and oh. uh, it happened Sunday night after his game, and he, you know, the league and players and fans are all calling him out for that.
0: Yeah, that goes against like his uh. Isn't there? What do they call it? Uh, in the contract?
1: Well, a COVID thing, but I mean, players go to strip clubs all the time. But mainly, it's the COVID thing. But also, people are burning him because, like, dude, you lost. W- why are you celebrating, bruh? You lost.
0: Is there ever like not a reason to go to a? Sh- I mean, like, I don't personally go to a strip club.
2: I like me. the way you think, Candice. <laughs> I like the way you think.
1: I don't go to a strip club for the buffet.
0: I don't know anybody who does and if you are that's like a whole another issue.
1: If you are then that's a yuma thing and you should write a review about it. Yeah, cuz I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> you have questions. Same, same. <laughs> hey, uh also Carlos just joined us. He did say hey, we weren't able to say hey back. What's up Carlos?
4: Hello everyone. Hey, I hey, was able it slowed down so I'm able to join. Woo. All right. <laughs>
1: right awesome. on. Carlos, do you have any NFL news to add?
4: Um, oh, I seen all. I'm pretty sure you all seen the memes of Juju going around.
1: Oh, yeah. oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes! Juju's getting roasted. <laughs> my
4: my my personal favorite was the one I sent earlier about "Come on, dance,
1: <laughs> do something, <laughs> yeah, do something, dance."
4: That was my personal
1: favorite. <laughs> oh, man. I was feeling the same way Sunday night or Monday night. Um, <laughs> like, come on, Ben Roethlisberger, do something.
4: Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, not going to talk about that game. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> um,
1: But speaking of disappointment, we should go over our Week 2 playoff brackets in another segment that I like to call Who Got Eliminated? And to further discuss my disappointment, uh, playoff bracket number one, which was the number one-ranked Gotham Knights versus the number five-ranked wildcard team, the Rebel Alliance of American Football. And who got eliminated? eliminated? Uh, It was me. Not this guy. (laughs) 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 Not the Gotham Knights. No, I... I I, I lost that one, which was was a great matchup, guys, because after Sunday night, the two of us were tied at 133 apiece, and I had a very slight edge at 133.6 versus Gotham Knights 133.04, so I was feeling comfortable because he only had Nick Chubb, a running back, and I only had Ben Roethlisberger, a quarterback, who normally scores on average close to twenty points a game. So I was feeling yeah. pretty comfortable. In fact, I, I was at work Monday, kind of bragging to my coworker about, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much a shoe in for the finals. He came up to me today at work. He was like, hey man, sorry about that L you took. I was like, Aw <laughs> <laughs> You know what it feels like? It feels like Ben Roethlisberger was that old guy in that State Farm commercial, the one that's dangling the uh, the dollar bill from the fishing pole, like Ooh, you almost had it, almost had it. That's what
0: it felt like. He is old,
1: Ben. Yeah, yeah. Big Ben is is old. I, I feel like maybe that was why he's been struggling these past three weeks. Um, but that's now loss number three for them, right? Three?
4: Yes, yeah, three in a row. That is
1: right. Yep. That's rough.
3: That's I mean rough. when you see you know, as an older gentleman, when it starts getting colder, you feel it in your joints, you know. Yes. So
1: And and Sorry. he was dealing with some accuracy issues in that game. Wow.
2: yes he was. Oh terrible. my god. <laughs> yeah. Carlos Man. being our resident uh Stealers expert since he's the fan could tell you all about it, I'm sure. It oh, was
4: yeah. awful. He made some terrible reads. Um I really don't know what the, honestly the offense is just terrible honestly they don't have a running game and big ben is 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 not it's digressing at this point we yeah. need to find we need to find a quarterback seat. mason rudolph no, no, <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> ain't nobody like mason rudolph <laughs> no. not even his own helmet <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, it, am I right in, in in remembering that that was Miles Garrett, yes, who took a swing at him, mm-hmm. and right. now Miles Garrett is being nominated for one of those prestigious football awards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that, you're right? I have no idea what you know. Miles Myle, Garrett is being considered for.
2: Uh, defensive it, Player of the Year, isn't he up for like the Walter Payton Award too, or something, something like that? that? Yeah, Dang. yeah. I just, what a turnaround for him, you know?
1: I think, yeah, I think so. He's leading the NFL in sacks
2: without That's a helmet.
1: <laughs> without a helmet. <laughs> so, Carlos, do you feel like uh, they should never have gotten rid of Le'Veon Belt?
4: Um. Yeah, honestly, I think the it would have the team would have been way better, but. Yeah. Bell wanted the money and he chased yeah. it. And he now, he's a,
1: now he's a chief at least from the Jets though early in the year. So Steelers, it wasn't like they did not have an opportunity to get him back.
4: Yeah, that's very true. I I'm, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm feel I feel like at this point he was ring, he's ring chasing. You know, at least when he gets one because he chose the Chiefs. He
1: chose the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
4: I so I feel like he wants to get a ring. You know.
1: So yeah, but he could have gone with back with his old team. But uh, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, we can we can no hard feelings. It.
4: Though he's not he's not he's not Antonio Brown. You know who who yeah. just quit on this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, <laughs> <Dane>. <laughs> right on, dude. So the result of that game uh, in the first playoff bracket, Gotham Knights, you won with one forty seven point six to my 140.1 um was it scaring you in any way to to be close to losing to a, a number five ranked team uh, it,
2: it it was scary it was also nerve-wracking it was a lot of emotions and, and and i think you know i i mentioned to you guys earlier obviously i played more than one league and in my other league, I was actually the one playing Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers' defense going into that match of, like, you know, 20 points behind, and I'm like, I think I got this in the back, but then I'm playing against you who's playing Roethlisberger against me, and I'm like, oh, like, what? Do, what is the ideal situation where I come out the winner in both, in both <laughs> leagues? And in only one result... uh and that's my baby trying to talk on the podcast. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, only one league you can come out a winner. And it was uh, this one, which is nice. But the other one, you know, didn't came up short. But I, I honestly thought, you know, on Sunday night that Chubb was going to give me enough of a game to where I didn't have to worry about it. But he had a good game. He just didn't have like did. a monster game. Yeah. So I I was like, ooh, this is a little too close for comfort with Big Ben coming up. And man, you and me both were watching Monday Night Football, just kind of like,
1: uh, uh. <laughs> well, at some point Monday night, I had to stop watching because um, the shit show was on for sure over there in Pittsburgh. And uh, I was just like, I was done. <laughs> After the first half, I was like, okay, guys, I don't think I'm going to win. I I just... I don't see it happening. He only has seven points on the board after initially losing me three points. So I was like, God, he's, he's got a, like, a hole to climb out of that he dug himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, just looking at the points that were left on our benches, though, man, uh, you had Melvin Gordon, which could have done you some good. But then if I had made two other choices, um, like I, I could have been the winner. I could have. It's just it what fantasy football boils down to is you have decisions to make and I just made a wrong decision somewhere. It could have been in the quarterback, I could have put Deshaun Watson up, or in the tight end, I could have put Darren Waller up. Uh Waller I benched because traditionally Thursday night, uh offensive players, you know, tend to struggle to make points. And so uh, I had thought that that was a good decision. It was it was a conservative decision because Mark Andrews didn't do bad. He just didn't do as well as Waller did. So yeah. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm actually really happy for you that you got it because you're you're the number one ranked team. Had I had I not changed our playoff format to a six team playoff, I wouldn't have been in anyways. So I didn't want to feel like I robbed that from you. Being a wild card team, so I'm glad you won. I'm glad,
2: but you know it's fantasy football. Any as as Candice likes to say, "What is your uh, what is your favorite expression, Candice?"
0: It's any given Sunday. Exactly.
2: Same thing applies with fantasy football.
0: I think that's always what makes any game fun: is that these are like the best of the best, and they still suck sometimes, and they still (laughs) screw up. (laughs)
1: That's That's true. Way to put it, like they are the best of the best, and yeah, sometimes they just really suck, like the Rams. Yeah, or
0: the Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey! My team won this week. Okay,
0: it hurts. right, the Cowboys without week.
1: <laughs> yeah, Candace just likes to pick on my team. Uh, of course, she's allowed to, because they do stuff. So. Oh, am
0: worry. I allowed to? <laughs> Thank
1: yeah. you. Um, <laughs> everyone's allowed to because i i'm not gonna lie they they do but you know what uh going back to what you were
2: saying right now mike about not looking so much at what you left on the bench the other thing i try not to do is look at what was left on the waiver wire because every week there's like a league winner on the waiver wire and you know it's it's hard to think of like oh man if i could have picked that person up and you know won this week easily and i think this week well not so much on this league but in the other league i was looking at Jalen hurts being on the waiver wire and having like a monster performance and it's like oh my god it's like where do these performances come from
1: sometimes
0: (laughs) that's why it's any given sunday people any given there you go
1: there she is If, if this was drunk podcast night we'd be drinking or well candace would be anyway
0: Yeah, I know. That's why I feel like I have to catch up on saying it because I had to limit myself.
1: (laughs) The past couple of weeks, right? Yes. Um, All right. So in our other playoff bracket, we had the number two, Quan Wei or another, facing off against the number six, Glizzy Gladiators, another wild card team. Uh, And in that matchup... Who got
4: eliminated? eliminated. I did.
1: The Glizzy (laughs) Gladiators... Oh, man. And you know what? This was also another close matchup. So the final score on this one was Quan Wei is victorious with 126.2 to Glizzy's 121.36. And this one was actually a closer matchup. Um, What are your thoughts? We'll start with you, Glizzy, because you lost.
4: Well, you know, I made some last-minute decisions that – Cost me the game. I picked up a defense because they were playing the Cowboys, <laughs> but it <laughs> um, didn't work out in my favor. And I picked up Amari Cooper. I was like, "Oh, Amari Cooper, I'm, he's gonna he's gonna have a game." And I wasn't thinking, and um, it cost me at the end.
1: Fair. Enough.
4: And oh, and then and then I left points on the bench too. Really bad.
1: All right. And Quanway, what do you have to say about that that victory?
3: So. During the bye week, all right, it actually showed the points of what my team scored. And my dude scored 164 points. And I said, why? Why the hell would you guys do that this week? Because all that means is next week, some of y'all are going to suck ass. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, well, Derek Carr goes out hurt. A couple of other things happen. And I was yeah. like, you know, you got to be shitting me. And so we're going into Monday night. I'm like, oh my god, he's got Eric Ebron and the Steelers kicker and I'm only up by 10 points.
4: Yeah, yeah. Eric Ebron a, touch,
3: a touchdown and a couple field goals and I'm done. And then I kept looking and Ebron's still at zero. He's still at zero. <laughs> I'm not watching the game until the second half and he's still at zero. He's still at zero. And then I turn on the game and see just how bad Roethlisberger's sucking. I still stressed out. And even with I think you guys saw in the, in the group chat, it's like three minutes left. That was freaking out still. Like, come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just, Cause garbage points have taken out a lot of teams in fantasy football.
1: That's also very true. Yeah. Cause people are still trying to go after those, um those stats at the end of the game, even yep. when they have no chance of winning. And, um, and in this case they were driving um, in the last couple of minutes in the game. To try to tie the game at uh, I think twenty four apiece, so yeah, that's another reason why I, I didn't watch. Which ultimately ended up in disappointment for the both of us, uh, both of us wild card teams. But uh, but yeah, and looking at your points, unfortunately, Eric Ebron didn't show up to the game. He scored a big fat zero. For you, Derek,
4: because, yeah, um, um, he got injured the first quarter. That so how that, how
1: yeah, that's that. what happened. Okay, yep.
4: I wasn't sure.
3: I didn't want to ask. <laughs> just so, you know, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I would have asked, and then miraculously, here comes Eric Ebron out of the locker room, catches yeah. ten touchdowns, <laughs> and you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing. That's exactly how I am too. Um, when it comes to Uh, I think I was watching a game Sunday night. I don't remember who I was watching. It was the Cowboys versus the 49ers game. That's what it was. And uh, the Cowboys had, in the first quarter, scored 14 points off of consecutive turnovers. And then I watched the game, and all of a sudden, the 49ers are close to tying the game right before halftime. And I'm thinking, why am I even watching this game? Apparently, I'm cursing this team from doing well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were doing so good without me watching and then all of a sudden I'm watching and then all like all of a sudden it's like 17 14 coming into the half I'm like how the hell did the cowboys that suck put- so bad It's that butterfly effect that like it <laughs> right exactly like I mean Niners ers gifted them 14 points they had all the momentum and they just couldn't keep that for the rest of the game they had to wait till the last quarter. I
3: mean, what more do you expect from a highly anticipated matchup of Andy Dalton versus Nick Mullins, you know?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true.
4: Yeah, when I knew that pretty much the game was over, I was hoping that the Steelers would score, Boswell would kick the extra point, and then he would kick the game-winning field goal. That's what I was yeah. hoping, honestly. It,
3: it, <laughs> it even, like, crossed through my mind that, like, how many points – Would Boswell get if he kicked like a sixty-five-yard
4: field goal? How many extra points does he get? Yeah, I was was just me. Especially towards the end, I was like,
1: okay, this. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing too. Like, what if Roethlisberger does get the tying touchdown at the end of the game? How many points does that give me? Uh, Does that make things close? But
3: in that, that first drive of the second half, he looked. They look really good. I'm like, oh, here comes the comeback. You know, they're going to. Yeah. D- and then, well,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like in the end, though, uh, like the, the two wildcard teams wouldn't have been in the playoffs anyways if I didn't switch the playoff bracket to a six team. Um, you know, they ended up being edged out for the two teams that belonged in the playoffs, the number one and the number two. So in my mind, justice is served. Uh, it is there. There's no collusion, AF, as we like to say. <laughs> in our league. So, um, the two of you guys get to play for the championship next week, called the Elite Bowl instead of the Super Bowl. And you do get a trophy at the end of the year. Uh, instead of the Vince Lombardi Trophy, though, you get the Al Santos Junior Bowling Trophy. <laughs> I'm all
2: for it. Hey, a, or- a trophy is better than no trophy.
1: Exactly. You see, that's the that's the origin story of our championship trophy um, that we're going to need sometime later on. We're, there's going to be a whole documentary series about it. We're going to interview the last few championships of that trophy, and we you know we get to talk about being the champion of our league.
2: It'll be stolen also for a period of time, and then we'll come back somewhere. <laughs>
0: Some of us wouldn't know what it's like to win.
1: <laughs> Ouch! You are a winner, Candace. What a self diss. I like that. Those are rare, by the way.
0: Well, yeah. I lost. I was second and last, and this year I'm last. So. Yeah, that you're a winner of the Geeko. As you far won, as I know. Yeah,
1: you get a trophy, Candace. You can oh. you can defend it next year.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh, I have to watch seven days of that movie, don't I?
1: Yes, you do. I'm willing to give you only six days of that punishment. Um, I'll take that. Instead of seven, you get to watch it six times, but then you have to watch the Star Wars Christmas special once.
3: Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: You know what? I think I would rather just watch it for seven days. <laughs>
1: If you guys know that there is a Star Wars Christmas special, or I'm sorry, holiday special, um, Lego edition,
3: yes, and yeah. I I'm too scared to click play on that.
1: It's
2: yeah, I I think I watched it with my son, and when I say I think, I I actually fell asleep through most of it, so didn't actually catch it all.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's better than the original, but oh, yeah. I still prefer the original. <laughs>
0: Isn't there like a 20 minute dialogue of like Wookiees talking with no subtitles?
1: Yes. It's. Yes, it's horrible, (laughs) but considering there's less on the, the, the running time than a two hour Geeko movie, I would actually go with the Star Wars one, but yeah, you, you chose not. So there you go.
0: All right. (laughs) That was my choice.
1: All right. And you know what, guys? I'm sorry I cut you guys off, but for the number one and the number two matchup for the championship game, how are you guys both feeling about that one?
2: I'm not confident at all <laughs> because all year I I would see Quanway's team putting up big time points, and I mean I've had some good weeks, but he I think there was a point. I don't know who ended up getting the most points, but I know for a long uh, time, you did. Well, okay, but for a long time, you were, like, ahead, like, by 200 points, I think. Yeah. And I think towards the end, I finally got caught up on points. But your team, like you said, some weeks, they, pull, they put up 150-plus, and it's like, oh, yeah. like... Like I said, that bye week, I put up
3: 160-something, and I was playing nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing against
2: bye week, and I was like, you got to be shitting me. Well, see, <laughs> now you had a crappy week, theoretically, and you still won. So next week, you never know
1: that's
3: that's very true
1: i was gonna say what are you talking about gotham knights you guys put up 191 uh one week so i'm not one week yeah one week can you do it next week like 170 (laughs) so like i don't want to hear it from you no excuses you have the players they're there
2: well i you know i'm gonna have to really make some serious decisions on on lineups i'm hoping that there's a chance my number one pick can actually play one more game for me because I've been holding on to him all season. He's given me three games, and there's a possibility he might actually play next week. So I would be so happy to put him in my lineup, and that's Christian McCaffrey. But I don't know. I I'm gonna have to really think about what I what I want to do.
1: Mm. That's a that's a tempting like move to make, but I, I think that. It would just be up to whether or not the Panthers see themselves in the hunt, um, in the playoff hunt or not, but we'll see. So for the other matchup next week, we have Glizzy Gladiators and the Rebel Alliance AF. This is the battle for third place, Carlos. And I, I hope you're ready to lose because I, I want that third place. <laughs>
4: um. We, well, you know, nobody remembers third place. No but I still want to win.
1: Nobody remembers fourth place either. That's why I don't want to be fourth. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to beat you. That's all I got to say. <laughs> right on, right on. I, I think like, as far as averages go, um, we finished the regular season with the same record. And, uh, I think we finished pretty close to the same amount of points. So not bad. I, I feel like this is going to be a really close matchup between the two of us and, We'll just we'll just have to see where we put our pieces together, and in the consolation brackets battling for seventh and eighth place, we have the Yuma dem boys versus the Tempe super cami team uh, Neither team are here, and in the battle for last place overall, you have whiskey and a teacup versus the Yuma Bulls. whiskey and a teacup. I actually feel nervous for you because I, I want you to finish in this last consolation bracket as the winner, but you must see is on, has been on a roll lately with, with the amount of points that he's been able to put up. Uh, I just, I don't know. Gonna that. You're going to have to make some movements.
3: So, go, so going uh, to, to, to the scoring for the year. Yeah, um, you outscored me by 30 points, 1781 to 1751. So... And that that
2: was probably only because of my one good week. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> and you know what? You got me interested. I want to see where everyone else ended up in, as far as points goes. Because um, last season I finished up as the number one player for points overall. This season I ended up third. So, yeah, it was it's the Gotham Knights at 1781, Quan Wei or another at 1751. And then I'm third for 1649. So, like, I'm pleased as far as that goes. Uh, my record, my win loss record shows otherwise, but. I mean, I did have to play against Gotham Knights like a couple times this year. And uh, despite a couple of decent games, like one game, I scored 156 against him. I still lost And this last matchup. I scored 140 against him and I still lost. And the funny thing is, both those weeks, had I played any other player in our league, I would have won. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. <laughs> you should feel pretty darn good. That
2: seems to happen a lot, like. In general, sometimes it's like you put up such a good game, but you just went up against the wrong person that week.
1: <laughs> yep. And that's that's just how it goes. Like, like Candace says, any given Sunday.
0: I lost you guys for a moment.
1: Yeah, we were talking shit about you.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I don't know what
3: this "we" stuff is, but.
0: <laughs> All right. So just Mikey, just Mikey was talking.
1: Yeah, we were talking some mad shit. Mad shit. Hmm. They even brought your dogs into it. Uh,
0: <laughs> they didn't do anything to anybody.
3: We would never.
1: Hey, so uh, your dogs? Low key, they're Dallas Cowboys fans. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm totally going to get them merch for them to wear. No. Christmas Eve, while you're doing your geeko shaming, they're going to be wearing them.
3: Just because oh, the Daddy. Dallas Cowboys right. owner is wrinkly doesn't mean that are uh, fans, okay? Yes.
1: <laughs> that boy needs to... In fact, there was a news article where Jerry Jones was talking about Jerry Jones, the GM, and Jerry Jones, the owner, was like, I need to fire that guy. Like, it literally went that way. And he was like, yeah, I need to fire myself as GM. I was like, yeah, you do. You definitely do. The fans want it. The team wants it. It's better for the team. Just let somebody else do the damn job. But not Steven Jones. Not your son. Not anybody with the last name Jones.
3: No. So I'll ask this because it happened with another franchise. When the son took over, um, hopefully his haircut is better. Than uh, the Raiders now owner.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow! Just, yeah, that's yeah, that's a horrible haircut.
2: <laughs> if you guys have never seen it, Google it. Oh, it's ugh. Mike Davis.
0: Great. i will definitely have to look that up i always enjoy uh somebody famous with a really bad haircut I mean, that,
3: could, that should be put on a t-shirt and a loser somewhere needs to wear it <laughs> oh no 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 no, no 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 next year next year, <laughs> next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. well yeah i was gonna say it's gonna be a little bit too late for a geeko but for sure next year i like i definitely want to see that as a punishment but I really better. enjoyed this year's playoff bracket. I really did. Uh, I like the idea of having six teams in, uh, the two top teams with the bye week, the two bottom teams as the wild card. Um, I actually like that both the wild card teams won in the first round. And I, I actually do like that for the story of things that the two wild card teams lost in the second round. I actually do like that.
3: And it was very competitive. That, that's a yeah. That's a good thing.
1: It was. Um, and let's hope that next season we actually see a whole new playoff bracket with different teams. Whiskey in a teacup.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I don't even think my team broke like 100 points this, this season. In any like, one of your games? I, like... I think
1: you did. I think one of your highest scoring games was like 120-something. Um, and I don't remember who too. Oh, gosh. I have to look back on your record to see who who you won against. I. I know one was John and I don't know if the other one was me or if it was somebody else but I have a tendency to lose to you Candace. I don't know why <laughs> but I don't think I don't think I lost to you I don't know
0: it doesn't happen that often but it happens <laughs>
1: Um, but anyways guys that's our episode we don't have the biggest bust of the week because it's like it's the playoffs who cares Um, Eric Ebron he's a big bust but I hate to kick a man when he's down he got injured. Come to find out.
3: Well, I, I would I would say probably Ben was the bigger
2: bust. Oh, God, Ben. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he cost me that game. Fuck you, Ben. Uh,
2: <laughs> and the Steelers defense as well. That's
3: true.
1: Yeah, the Steelers defense. Or for Carlos and Carlos's point of view, uh, the 49ers defense. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
3: so disappointing. When they did that onside kick and C D Lamb grabbed it, I turned the TV off. <laughs> right. so i missed the hell mary at the end of the game and all that i was like wait a second what why is it saying 30 something points
1: yeah i was done i was done i even yeah. I actually put my diamond you're Back- like you're probably wondering why does it say 41 yeah. points what the hell happened there
3: i put my diamondbacks gear on i was like i'm not i'm done
1: <laughs> oh gosh all right candace did you pick a butt of the week
0: no i did not
1: well pick one hurry up uh,
0: the- I, I don't know, Larry. I'm always... Like, I know, like, I knew
1: it was going to be Larry.
0: I went and got a hook, okay? I know,
1: I know. Hook exactly. is <laughs> For me, I was going to say it's either going to be hook, because she just got him, or it's going to be Larry Fitzgerald because that's her boy. And of course, and my boy. it's Larry Fitzgerald.
2: You know, if I do remember correctly, I believe there was another victim of uh, Derek Henry's, uh, another victim of Derek Henry's stiff arm. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. Derek Henry I got another stiff arm
1: That was on the highlight reel a couple of times uh, this week. Although it wasn't so bad as the one against Josh Norman. Uh, Josh oh, Norman no. ended up flying in that hit but Josh Norman's also a defensive back. This week's victim was a linebacker. He, he did run him over, but he didn't send him flying like Wait,
3: is, but- is Josh Norman still in the league? Because I'm pretty sure he kind of disappeared after fly. that.
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he might yeah. still be waiting on a land. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is I hope that streak continues into the playoffs and that uh, Derrick Henry is able to find a few more victims Mm -hmm. it's going to be fun to see.
3: I can just go on a really quick snippet that uh, I wanted to bring up earlier, but I did not. Um, If you're going to look at my starting lineup, you're going to notice that I'm starting Tua. And that's significant in the fact that for the last, I don't know, six weeks since he started at work, I have been sort of ranting a little bit about being tired of hearing about the Tua hype. The two a time shit, right? I don't like, look, I love it when young, you know, these young players succeed and everything else, but everybody's screaming two a time. And he threw for like, you know, 82 yards and <laughs> like no touchdowns. And yes, they won, but it's in relation to the defense playing great and their running game uh, being awesome. So if uh, McNeil, if you're listening to this, uh, buddy at work that listens to the podcast, um, I'm starting Tua in the championship game, <laughs> and if he wins, if he wins and he does well, and my, and I win, I will eat my fucking words and do whatever you want when I'm at work. <laughs> 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 and I will not bitch and complain about the Tua time hype anymore. So there you go. That's why I'm. Um, it's it's all riding on him. The way I'm looking at it, it's riding on him. So Oof,
1: man. That's got some juicy implications there uh if you're also playing for the championship, you know what I mean. <laughs> <Nah>. Oof.
2: <sighs> so, but, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how uh, it's a bold move Cotton, let's see if it pays off.
1: <laughs> okay, for the championship. Gosh, man. It, and if you win, that's kind of legendary status. Let's like, hey, don't mess with Jeremy next year kind of That's status. right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see be fun. Let's do it. All right, listeners. Well, if you have any thoughts on the tua time prospect, please let us know. You could reach me on Twitter at Mike Check nine one seven. That's M I C C Z E C H. And Jeremy, where can people tweet at you at?
3: Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Niner Fanatic. F- fanatic nine E R fanatic with the K.
1: There you go. Right up. And LD, where can people tweet at you at?
2: You can tweet at me at DJuarez03.
1: Right on. And Candice, where can people tweet at you at?
0: Candice underscore gist.
1: Right on. And uh, by the way, listeners, Candice also has an OnlyFans page, but there's nothing (laughs) on it except for her (laughs) playing with her dogs. So, I mean, if you want to see her playing with hook and buttons, hit her up. She's got bills to pay, yo. All right, the rest it's of Geekly Media is on, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's right, we're all about those sketchy AF Yelp reviews. Um, The more of those Yelp reviews you leave, the, the more you're known in your community as a influencer. So just keep that in mind. I am
3: also on OnlyFans, but you have to pay me to stop posting stuff. So, you know... <laughs> Your choice.
1: Only fans under on <laughs> Patreon. That that's going to be Geekly Media's next move is to hop up on there. You
0: know. I didn't say there's no Coming buffet. There's no buffet on, on my only my only fan page.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. You're gonna have to visit the for that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to beep that out because they don't pay me for that. Exactly. That is. They don't pay me. all right uh the rest of geekly media is at geekly media on twitter at geekly media on instagram facebook.com forward slash geekly media is our facebook page find archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts from our network on our website geeklymedia.com also check out our patreon page for more exclusive material you can only get on patreon And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us to help spread the awareness of our network. But until next week, this is the Fantastical Football Podcast saying, always remember to
0: geek geek.
2: out. Geek out.
0: (laughs) Gotta be special, don't you?
1: Edit it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't do series because I feel like
0: it's one season people I have season, to commit, have
1: to commit a lot of time to a series whereas a movie I can commit a couple of hours and I'm done with it
0: it's one season you guys can all do it
1: um, movies are
2: the new tinder series are long term relationships
1: that's true see
0: oh my god oh, true. some of us just can't be committed I got you a dollar <laughs> oh, you almost
1: had it. <laughs> you gotta be quicker than that
0: This concludes our broadcast. Beep.